to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 311 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. And this week's episode is brought to you by Humidity. (laughs) Oh, that sounds better than... um Body odor. <laughs> what about Which... sweaty balls? No? <laughs> oh, sweaty armpits, huh, at uh, least. So we are uh, downstairs. It's a little bit cooler here, which is good for us. And we are battling to get this podcast out for you. Uh, I hope you understand just the sacrifices we go to every single week <laughs> to get this. Hey, what's been happening this week? How are you feeling, Chris? You were feeling super average for the longest time. I, 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 I wish I was even close to average for most of that. So I I got a a stomach bug on Thursday night. um, So I didn't sleep much Thursday night. Went to work Friday morning, managed a couple of hours, a few hours. uh, Came home and basically didn't eat from Friday morning uh, through to Sunday night. Monday. Maybe Monday. I had Monday, had a bit of toast. And then yesterday I had the first real food, uh, which was Tuesday. So, yeah. So I've been sick. You have. Hey, uh, I got an email from PB Tech about my DJI Pocket Osmo camera. Oh, is this what we're going to rant about? A little bit. (laughs) Well, it's not a rant as such. It's just... uh, So I think I told you... I don't know if I did on the podcast, but... I'm pretty sure you did. It died. It won't hold a charge. Doesn't work. That's not a smoke alarm beeping, is it? I thought that was a truck backing. I think it's a truck backing. There's no smoke filling the studio at the moment. We are safe for a few more minutes. Um, no, so that stopped, and uh, they sent it away to DJI in Auckland, and they've looked yeah. at it, and they've said, oh, it's the basically the whole logic board inside's dead, so it'll be $465 to replace that. A brand new one uh, I can get for $460, or if they want to request it back, I've got to pay 50 bucks just to pay for them to, their cost to look at it and the courier. So anyway, it was exactly 15 months old uh, when I sent it to them. And I do not think it was fit for purpose and undo the Consumer Guarantees Act and all that sort of stuff. PB Tech, uh, I reject their solution. So I'm in the process of writing an email and sending it to them. And if they don't like that, then I'll probably talk to somebody else and I'll probably take it to disputes, to be honest, which only costs you 50 bucks. Okay. Because uh, literally, I've probably used it less than 50 times, maybe 20. I don't know. Not very much. And it should last longer than 15 months. So I spoke to the Consumer uh, Citizens Advice Bureau, and they were like, what? No, it should last way longer than that. Okay. They they did not know what a DJI DJI was, and the woman I was talking to had never heard of PB Tech before. Uh. These people walk amongst us, Chris. She's like, like, are they local? I was like, yeah, they're in Tirapa, and they're a nationwide store. This is why, I kid you not... The junk, we, we sometimes only get junk mail at Christmas and a whole pile turned up the other day and Harvey Norman was selling stuff. Uh, uh, to be honest, one of the biggest sellers this year, it seems to be, they've got between two and four pages all about wireless earbud phones and wireless Bluetooth speakers. That's yep. a really big market thing apparently at the moment. Harvey Norman has some of the stuff at $100 more than Heathcote. Exact same model. Like people, if you're not shopping around looking at prices, you're an idiot. Oh, absolutely. 
Oh, my God. Blows um, my mind. Blows my mind. PB Tech's really good, I think, in terms of service. But I was on somewhere <laughs> the other day, and they were going on about, they're the worst service in the world, rah, 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 rah. Mm. But it's nationwide, though, right? So I think it's different from different places. So what I mean is I don't know where those people were mm. that were, were saying that. So the guy who I – there's a guy at PB Tech who I assume is the manager. He doesn't wear a uniform. He looks like he's just rolled out of bed. He seems to be in charge of people, and he's my best friend when I go in there. I think he's the manager, so I might have to track him down at some point and talk to him, but we'll see yeah. how we go. Cool, cool. Okay, what do we got here? Thunder Snow. Have you ever heard of Thunder Snow? It uh, should be the name of a film in the 80s uh, yeah, what <laughs> with is, Chuck Norris and, and, and Snowshoes. It's writing itself. <laughs> what's, what's, on, what's this about? No, it's a, it's a thing, apparently. Thunder Snow is a extremely rare event. That a weather event, yeah, where you have a thunderstorm and snow at the same time, and it creates the the loudest, most um, uh, whatever destroying sound. And um, in Scotland, it happened about a week ago, and all these people were calling into the police station, going, "What's going on?" And it's this thunder snow. And of course, I looked up some videos, but it's just a noise on a video, like it. Oh, you, you, you know what yeah, I mean? You can't yeah. like tell um, what it's like, that's, but apparently it's way, way worse than thunder itself. That's like when we dropped that pumpkin, eh? And in real life, it it was completely different sounding to what was oh, on yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a giant pumpkin from a crane. It was epic. Not we jumped, dropped a yeah. pumpkin in the kitchen. No, it was a giant pumpkin from a, tra- a crane. The heaviest and pumpkin explode. ever grown in New Zealand. Hey, yes. talking about TV, uh, TVNZ got pranked this morning in a very good way. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. They uh, wished happy anniversary to a bunch of serial killers without knowing. Oh, what? Yeah, so they had to apologise straight away because they sort of picked up on it after the ad break. And um, the British killers, Fred and Rosemary West, if you know who they are, they're very terrible people. They were killing young women together and burying the bodies and stuff. They're the worst uh, killers, one, some of the worst in the UK. And somebody sent it in and said, oh, this is Francis and Violet Eastwood celebrating their 30th wedding anniversary. And they go, oh, we love it. This is their children's favourite photo of them taken on their honeymoon back way back in 1990. And they're like laughing away and going, oh, look at that afro. And uh, then they, someone must have gone, hey, hang on. That's a bunch of serial killers. <laughs> oh, my God. So in one way, I really, really applaud whoever did that. <laughs> uh, in other ways, you know, it, it, I, I think it's harmless sort of fun, sort of. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. Compared to some of the other stuff that's been going on. Yeah, I mean. Actually, you know. talking about other stuff, we should talk about the biggest PR fail in recent uh, New Zealand <laughs> memory, shall we? Because it just keeps on going. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I only saw the very smallest bit of this, and then we ended up talking about it anyway. So I'll let you tell the story, eh? Uh, we are, of course, talking about our friends. I'm sure they want to help us the out. The Safety Warehouse. The- this podcast brought to you by The Safety Warehouse. Yeah, so you've probably heard about the story. They decided that they had such a good year selling product during COVID and making a lot of money. Apparently, they were going to do a $100,000 cash drop. And the biggest in Australasia, I think is what they said. I can't think of the last time... Anybody's ever done that? I've never heard of one. No. Um, and the thing is, uh, so they were going to do it. Uh, people had to register and get a free ticket. And they apparently were going to check these tickets and scan people in. But apparently that never happened. 
they booked out Aotea Square and they said this is what we're doing and they said Did yes. Did they have fencing for it to have tickets? There was fencing being pushed over once they all got angry. Um, so, yeah. Uh, they fired out some fake money and this fake money had a silhouette of the guy, actual guy, the owner's See, face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a $5 note, but it wasn't. There was a couple of real dollars uh, from all accounts. There might have been like, I don't know, 100 bucks thrown in there. He reckons there was $100,000 given away, $40,000 of fake notes, and some of them had discounts on for up to 100% off at the store. What is wrong with the people? Uh, but people were fighting and pushing people over and trampling kids to get the money, which... You hundred percent could see would be happening. Oh, of course. I mean, like no, you I've can't seen, not think that that's going to be happening. Who hasn't seen a lolly scramble go get out of hand? I saw one when it was thrown out of a helicopter, standing next to John Alamu, and people went batshit crazy over that. And that was just some lollies, <laughs> like pick and mix. Oh, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't and, know. And, and the other thing, I, I just want to put in here too is the crowd was made up of people who had travelled, some of them, halfway across New Zealand. If, very very hard off, hard up people that yeah. need, need some I money. I borrowed some money to get uh, petrol to get up here. I got my ticket so I can get the money. I've just got to pull out 200 bucks one of, so I can afford to get home and I've, it's made it all worthwhile. One of them, maybe the same guy, I'm not sure, had to... Uh, he had to get some money to help pay for his son's eye surgery. And his way of doing that was to go to this cash grab thing and getting some money. Uh, no. So, yeah. Anyway, it all turned to custard. The guy tried driving out of there. They all rioted a little bit. They threw something through a window. A bit of glass went into one of his workers' eyes. All sorts of stuff been banding around. They want their money back. There's a... Uh, the irony of it being the safety <laughs> exactly exactly never fails so there's to a make petition saying that they want the fake money returned to real money and uh, a lot of very racist people signed up and to leave comments. And did you see some of that fake money was passed over the bar at the Outback in uh, Friday night? Yep, of course. Of <laughs> in course. Hamilton. So, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Lawrence and what's-his-face said, John oh, Lawrence and, yeah. He said, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. It was a small amount of money, but in the hustle-bustle of a nightclub, it was a bit hard to spot, so... yeah. Yeah, a smaller business would have a problem. But I mean, like some people said, shouldn't this guy be getting done for like um, forgery? Forgery? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know about the rules around that, and I'm sure their lawyers would have put enough of the changes in there that they need to make. make I don't think he consulted a lawyer. That's true. To be honest, so who knows? Consulted anyone? What an idiot! (laughs) It's just it's mind-boggling that that stuff. Uh, goes on. Hey, I was randomly on Twitter the other day and I haven't been on there for maybe four months. I don't know. I haven't been on there very long. And uh, remember New Zealand Secret Santa? Yes, I remember New Zealand Secret Santa. I haven't done it for a couple of years, funny No, enough. that's right. So the people that took it over from me was New Zealand Post and the people that took it over from New Zealand Post was not socks.co.nz, which is a, a reta- online retailer. Not from- socks. Yeah, that's what they're called, not socks. So the okay. idea is you're buying gifts that aren't socks for people. They're better than just socks. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, All right. Anyway, it's a random store selling randomly, you know, random stuff from China. Uh, they're based in Christchurch. And they were talking about doing something last year. They didn't. Uh, this other person did online called Foxy Lusty Grover, I think her name is. Whatever. 
this year they have not done anything as again. And I was on Twitter and I saw all these people and they were talking about getting gifts. And there was this unwrapping thing. Anyway, they've had to use the account Secret Santa New Zealand. And the chick that was doing it last year's run it this year. And it uh, looks like a lot of people were taking part again. Nothing in the news or anything. I don't think people care anymore. But uh, yeah, people were doing it. Oh, that's good. Uh, I mean, it was a good thing. It was good fun. It was good. I was just interested that uh, it was happening. I did at one point get tagged once, like yesterday, I think it was, because somebody brought up a couple of years ago, and I think I remember this, is when somebody got the gift from somebody else, and they were like, what a waste of time this is, this is crap, and we're talking about how bad it was. And I think it was something they tried on, tried to, you know, make a good gift. Yeah. And they said, yeah, and then uh, somebody tagged me in and goes, yeah, that wasn't in the spirit of what uh, WebStamp started, so. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Oh, okay, well, um... Yeah, I mean, it's gone on its way. It's the little baby has grown up and wandered off. That's right. Hey, uh, ages ago, I talked about that woman that... Um, I'm just trying to find the story here. I wrote the title, but I didn't link to it. You know there was that woman that married that ghost? No. What? Oh, I'm sure I mentioned it. Someone someone let us know. Diehard fans out there, I know you remember everything we've said ever. Uh, I can't find it. So this um, woman had married a ghost maybe a couple of years ago. Sounds like a story we would have covered. It might have been. I, you know, oh, my yeah. memory's so, not the so greatest. So the Northern Irish woman who married a 300-year-old pirate ghost has now divorced the spirit because he was using her. <laughs> he was using and abusing her. <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, she's going to have a terrible Christmas if she can't have her pirate ghost there. Oh, look at her. She's, she's actually in a wedding dress with a pirate flag. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh. Uh, it was 2016, actually, but they first met in 2010. You don't want to rush into these things. That sounds about right. And, um, yeah, she almost died because she uh, got sepsis for some reason. And Jack, the pirate ghost, was basically an energy vampire, she explained. I was just getting better by the second. <laughs> uh, he was using her as an energy source, and uh, that's why she was getting sick. So well-versed in the realm of possession and spirit attachment, aren't we all... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh She was given awesome. little option But to seek divorce by exorcism Back in December 2018 uh, She does believe That everything happens to us for a reason <laughs> And thankfully she's quit All forms of mediumship in the wake Of this incident Probably for the best of the I was states. just on the on a coaching call with somebody Who's, oh, I've got to go soon I've got my medium course it's a big thing. Uh, I and watched. I was like, I'm, I'm not into that. Like, have you uh, ever been? Uh, no. I, like, you've been involved or interested, I should say, in a variety of different multifaceted things over the years. Um, but no, have you ever, uh, has no, ever I've never your been really. Uh, I suppose it's piqued my interest. I remember Mum telling a story about um, her at a seance and the crucifix around her neck um, knotting up and starting to strangle her. Oh, yeah. That'd be freaky. Which, yeah, which I heard when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, so I said, oh, I'll keep an open mind. But I honestly, when this chick was, <laughs> says to me, I'm going to a medium course, I was like, is that where they tell you how to grift people out of the money by being a medium? Or is that how they grift you by telling you you can be a medium? But I didn't want to ask. Which no, one that's it was. right. That's right. <laughs> Have uh, you seen uh, this? Uh, I'll just show this to you, even though no one else can see it. It just says, this photo is some accidental renaissance. There's so much going on. Have you seen that? Uh, okay, so what I'm looking at is... Tr- 
Okay, that's an interesting tableau. He's literally um, standing there waiting for somebody to tell him what to do. Trump is in the corner looking like an automaton turned off. He does, Wait. eh? He looks like they've just turned off a robot. Yeah, honestly. And then there's, I don't know who that dude is in the middle and some kid on the floor. It was weird. Yeah. We'll put that photo in we the show We will share notes. that. Don't worry, guys. Make sure to check us on everything. Yeah, in the show notes, we'll have that. Oh, good news. How about some good news for a change, eh? Yes, we love some good news. Let's go. I... I did I mention I've been sick this week? Because I haven't like researched any of this properly. So anyway, yeah, yeah. That, that's um, I mean yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, only contributing yeah, that's, factor. That's the to, reason. Anyway, yeah, go. Okay. So the the whales are back. Right, um, southern right whales. Last century, southern right whales were hunted until there were none left, none that we could find. A small group of these whales, so called tohoro. Why do they call them so to, called tohoro? Does that mean no? Is that like it must the local mean name? Something, yeah. Uh, hid from the harpoon. Deep in the sub-Antarctic, the survivors birthed and nursed the young. Now they're returning to the coast of New Zealand. Are we ready for them? So, yeah. Why? Are they, what, what? Okay. Does that... Well, they're gonna, so, are because they gonna... they've had a moratorium on hunting, they've been allowed to flourish again? No, no. The way, back to no, the no. It, sound, it sounds like they're going to start hunting humans or something. Are we ready for them? Do we have to prepare? What <laughs> no, do I need, Chris? I don't Chris? think that's what it means. Oh, you know what I I've got? You just... you, do you know what I've got that can protect us that you found the other day? A stop-go sign. That'll do it. Yeah, so I came home with a stop-go sign. I was really sick. I hadn't been out of the house for two days. This is the thing that blew my mind a little bit with the story, was I spoke to you before you wandered off somewhere, and you were average as, and you were like, I'm going to go sit over there and get some sun, I think. Yeah, and I was like, going to do. Yeah, and then, yeah. So I sat by the, the picnic table over there, had some sun by the river, and I was like, oh, I'll walk up the river a bit. And I walked to the boat club and yeah. sat down there. And then when I was sitting there, I was like, is that a paddle in the water? What the hell is that in the water? And I sat looking at it for like 20 minutes. I went, oh, I've got to find out what it is. So I, I had I, jeans I'm and, and, and... so surprised that you went into the river for this. I had uh, shorts and jandals on, so I was like, eh, it's not that deep. If it's deep, I'm just going to turn around and come back. Float away. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I yeah, waded in, and yeah, it was a stop-go sign. I was like, well, what do I do with it? If I leave it here, it'll just end up in the river again. So I brought it home. It's in the garage now. It's part of the studio. That's right. Every good podcast studio must have a stop-go sign. Hey, remember uh, what felt like 20 years ago when Joe Exotic was uh, on the Netflix documentary? Yeah. Well, that was the start of the pandemic, really, wasn't it? Uh, he's now asked Kim Kardashian for help getting a presidential pardon in a handwritten letter he has sent her. I wonder if that'll work. Well, because it worked last time. You know, that's why he's I doing know. It. Yeah, yeah. God. So I basically said, I know you've never met me before. I oh, actually talking about that. One of the helpers at Carol Baskin's thing got her arm ripped off. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. They put their hand in the cage. They're not supposed um, to do We're that. spam inception's not being copied in here. I copied it in. It's not there. Oh, uh, did you? Damn. Chris got a spam that he was going to read. I'm going to have to read it next week. Okay. Sorry. Oh, the Christmas star thing. You mean catching up on that? You must have heard about that. I don't know what that is. Oh, so Sarah got real excited about this. She really likes anything to do with astronomy and or oh, I thought you were going to say she's into Christmas. I was like, oh. No. So December brings a rear view of a thing they're calling the Christmas star. The last time it was seen was in 1226. So, yeah. So what, is it an asteroid that's on the other side of the orbit from us, so it's reflecting the sunlight back to it? No. 
So the bright point of the star, which we'll be able to see, which apparently is what the shepherds on the night of Christ's birth were going towards. Nine twelve eighty six. that went. No, but before then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, because it happens every 800 years or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the close proximity between the planets Jupiter and Saturn. And it will happen in December, the the week of December the 20th. Hang on. So. Hang on. I'm getting there. Okay. Carry on. They won't be close at all. Uh, They'll appear aligned to us on Earth because our line of sight is different because we're orbiting quickly around the sun. And the alignments between these two planets is really rare. So that normally happens once every 20 years. But this is exceptionally rare because of how close they appear to be together um and then they'll be super bright the star light thing that we'll see will be super bright apparently so it's not a star it's the two planets yes but it'll look like a giant star in the sky uh they'll be the closest on december the 21st and you can catch it each evening that week uh and then it'll disappear uh can you catch that from the southern hemisphere and northern hemisphere or what from what I understand, yes, but I will. Uh, you have to, yes. I don't know. I, I and, no, and I, maybe. I, yeah. No, I think you can because uh, I think I asked that as well. And uh, this article doesn't mention it, but I'm sure it was. A, they had the actual date it would start here in the southern hemisphere. I'm cool. sure we will hear all the news people getting excited about it. Yeah, in a week or two. Yeah, no, you're right. If it's because um, all of the planets are on that orbital axis, then it should be. Visible from both hemispheres yes. as we spin. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, It'd be, it's only when things are off the orbital axis. Yeah, that we, that's true. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. All right, sweet, cool. You've put something here about robo taxis. Are these those Johnny taxis? Are we getting them? Oh no! But um, China's first driverless robo taxis has have hit Shenzhen. So they've had these driverless autonomous taxis out there for a while now but they've had to have a driver in them yeah they just and they finally went nah don't need the drivers anymore it's all good to go how good are they and how far can they drive do we know um up to now auto x robo taxis had safety drivers (laughs) in the vehicles ready to take over control if needed but following six months of driverless stress tests the company was recently given the green light to go completely driverless. And no, thanks, I don't want to see the ads. But I'm guessing in a highly dense environment, they can only ever go up to, say, like 50 kilometres an hour. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> While impressive, Waymo service is limited to a 50 square mile area around... Somewhere. Oh, sorry, no, I'm jumped too far it follows in the footsteps of waymo's fully driverless program outside of phoenix arizona last year oh impressive waymo's service is limited to a 50 square mile area around chandler uh, arizona a a city with a population about two hundred fifty thousand, about the same as new hamilton really i think yeah not only is shenzhen's uh nation district about 40 percent larger geographically it's also considerably more congested, with just over 1 million residents. Mm. AutoX says its driver platform is capable of handling the densest and most dynamic traffic conditions in urban cities around the world. Because I think part of it is the problem around rural stuff, like on open highways and how it deals with random stuff happening and how it interprets that. 
Yeah, and I the think other, it's just uh, city. Yeah, 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 totally. But and the other part of it is, if something happens, who's culpable? Like, it can't be the passenger. You know, you've got to get to a point where you're absolutely not paying attention to the road. You're watching Netflix and playing around with something. No, no, the passenger's in the back seat. They don't have No, but I mean, that's that's some of the things they're trying to work out here in New Zealand with some of the autonomous stuff. Yeah. And our roads are, on a world standard, pretty crap. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, more than pretty. Like, but if you could get if you could get an autonomous vehicle working here, <clears throat> you could probably get it working anywhere. Especially in Hamilton, because there's random people jumping out left, right and centre. Oh, plus roundabouts. Oh my gosh, roundabouts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's next level. Hey, it talking about for a car. Hey, I, I, honestly, I'm not joking. For a robo car, oh, roundabouts must be I, like a. I've a got major. a feeling they'd be sitting there waiting for like ten minutes, waiting for like absolutely nothing, and then they're like, "Okay, we can go." Whereas a human just goes, "Gun it, go." They'll <laughs> yeah. stop. They have they brakes. <laughs> hey, uh, briefly, just talking about Netflix. The app on the phone updated. And I'm sure this is new. I haven't read about it. But at the bottom, uh, where you've got play and stop and the subtitle button, there's a speed button now. I can now watch stuff at one and a half times speed. Because I listen to every single podcast at one and a half times speed. And if I hear it normal, I think there's something something wrong with these people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm so used to it now. My brain can listen to everything at one and a half times speed. It sounds completely normal. If you're not listening to podcasts... At one and a half times speed or faster, you should give it a go because you get through stuff so much quicker. Yeah, I um, I dial it up and down. So. No, I I can listen to everything now. You were listening to something upstairs, and you must have been listening to it normal speed. And I think it was no such thing as a fish. And I couldn't work out why the woman was sounding so special because she <laughs> was talking like this. And I was like, um, what's going on? Oh, that must be normal speed. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, I dial up and down. Uh, usually, if I've got a lot to get through, I'll, I'll go up to one and a half. I generally hang around 1.3. Yeah. Um, and yeah, every now and again, I'll, I'll drop it down to one. I listen to Chris and Sam podcast at one speed. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I don't know why you re-listen to it. I suppose I, I have to because I edit it. But yeah, yeah, you know the things really well, and I, I keep getting called out with. Do you remember when we talked about that time that woman married a ghost? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so I got to listen you, to them. Every you now put now. something in here about personalizing a steak. What does this mean? What do I get to put my name on a steak? Oh, because every now and then we forgot forget to talk about a topic and I drag it across and that may have been from three weeks ago. Yeah, okay. So this is a great story, which, again, I have not read. So no, good, I will, good. I will just good. go through this. Give us the cliff notes. Go. The, the headline? Yes. Scientists create meat from human cells but claim it's not cannibalism. Uh, this is, well, I don't know. Like, you know, if... If you don't know who the person is, uh, what's the difference between that and a cow? Or if you've got a cow that's a family pet and then you shoot it and then eat it, isn't that worse than eating someone's cells you don't know? Yeah. I don't know. This is meat's meat. When is eating flesh of humans not cannibalism? But According is it- to scientists at a company specialising in regenerative medicine and developing biomaterial for spinal cord treatments, mm, it's not cannibalism like. if the quote-unquote steaks are grown from one of the consumer's own cells at home. So it's your own meat. You're eating yourself. Yes. And the, the, But, I mean, is it the, quest, the real question here is, is it the consistency of a normal steak? If it um, is, all for it. If it's some weird thing and they're calling it a steak, but it's a bit gooey or something's weird about it, I'm not going to put that in my mouth. I don't care if it's part of me or not. 
Just saying. If something's going in as part of me, I'm not really sucking on it, generally put, put that Put that on the record. <laughs> Just want that quoted. Uh, put uh, that down there. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, they just think, oh, well, um, they call them Arboros. O-U-R-B-O-R-O-S. So easy to remember and pronounce. I love it. It's an ancient symbol depicting a serpent or dragon eating its own tail. Of course it is. Is what an Arboros is. Yes, good, good, good. They Um, couldn't just call it self-stake. That'll be $50,000. Thanks for that idea. Grace Knight, I like this. Grace Knight tries to reduce the ooh factor by pointing out that lab-grown meat fuses fetal bovine serum. Yeah. Oh, you Um, know all about that. Yeah. Uh, An expensive protein-rich growth supplement Mm. derived from the blood of calf fetuses, which I used to spin up in the laboratory. Chris was an expert in that. Uh, After their pregnant mothers are slaughtered, blah, 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 blah. I know all about that. Not cannibals will be able to buy a DIY kit containing swabs for collecting cheek cells, pre-grown scaffolds made from mushroom yes. mycelium. Yes, this is getting better them, by the second. Human serum for oh, feeding them. Nom, nom, and nom. And instructions on the proper ten- temperature for growing them, like yes. a warm oven. Please put it in my mouth. Until you have your three tray, tray of human amuse-bouche. Yes. Is your mouth watering oh, yet? It is. I'm so hungry right now. After all that techno babble, <laughs> uh, I want it. Well, I, oh, I think that's. I think it's perfect. Let's stop fucking killing cows and and pigs and there's stuff. No, and, I mean, there's no. Yeah, it's all the same stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. <laughs> what have you got coming up? Oh, I got so much to do, so much to do. Um, I am helping out. I've got to do some work with a project we're going to go forward with, hopefully called Matariki X. Um, they've, they've, Callahan Innovations run it before. It's for startups, and we're looking to do it here in the Waikato, and I'm going to be helping out with a few things, getting uh, speakers and coaching them for that. Yes. Also, I am moving forward with my own podcast um, concept, Fresh Startups Podcast, which is focusing on startup entrepreneurs and founders and bits and pieces. And that's going to be like a funded thing. Yes, so there's some people that are very keen on this. Yeah, so uh, I'm working on getting the pitch ready for that for sponsors. And uh, we've got some sponsors lined up to pitch two. And I've got a lot of work to do. Yes, and in between that, you'll be at the Dream Factory. The Dream Abattoir, otherwise known as Gilmore's. Um, yes. yes. Excellent. Uh, this podcast will be coming out Sunday, but on Friday, I am flying to Christchurch. Chris is dropping me off at the airport. Remember that? Yes, I've got it in the calendar. Good, yeah. good, good. And then uh, I am driving back up with my girlfriend on Monday, who's moving to Hamilton. Yes. Which has been a long, <laughs> giant, long process, expensive process. Good process. Uh, no, all this- He has to say that because she listens to the podcast. Wow. She Hi, lis- Sarah. She listens to the first half and I think falls asleep. <laughs> she uses the podcast as a sleep aid, apparently. It's, it's good for that. Oh, that's Yes, awesome. no. So uh, I think a lot of people don't realize I actually have a girlfriend, uh, but I do. And uh, we've decided to take the big step after forever to finally move in together. Yes. Uh, no, but the reason we never did was because uh, the kids were all at different stages doing different things. Yep. So we didn't want to disrupt what they're up to. And uh, yeah, so very good. Uh, I will be very busy, but we will be back. I will be back next week, hopefully with some updates of this crazy road trip from <laughs> driving up from Christchurch all the way to Hamilton. And... Uh, I will find out what Chris has been up to, I suppose, as well. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 
coming up on Christmas. We'll see what we're doing for Christmas. We might end up uh, having a bit of a break over Christmas or not. We'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. We're very busy. Heaps of stuff going on. So, uh, yes, make sure to come say hi. Like us on Facebook. Leave a review. Prod us on whatever you can prod us on. And, uh, yeah, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.